Welcome everyone to this, a special episode of the Team Blaney Podcast. My name is Adam Rogers and alongside me is co-host Steve Mez. The Team Blaney Podcast is brought to you by fans for fans. Steve and I have been diehard followers of the Blaney Racing family for about two decades. Today we closely follow third generation driver Ryan Blaney who pilots the number 12 Ford Mustang for Team Penske on the NASCAR Cup Series circuit. As I mentioned, this is a very special bonus episode of the podcast. June happens to be Alzheimer's and Brain Awareness Month and to mark the occasion we've decided to dedicate an entire episode to talking about the history of the Ryan Blaney Family Foundation and its mission to raise awareness and funding for Alzheimer's disease and concussion research and treatment. And we thought there would be no better person to invite to the show but Erin Blaney herself. Erin is the daughter of Dave and Lisa Blaney, the younger sister of Ryan Blaney, a graduate of the University of Alabama, but first and foremost, Erin is the executive director of the Ryan Blaney Family Foundation. Erin, welcome to the Team Blaney Podcast. I can tell you that Steve and I are so excited for you to join us today. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on and sharing uh, some of the time that you have to talk a little bit about the foundation and its efforts and maybe a little bit about the history of what's going on with it. And yeah, so we're really excited to have you on here. And just kind of first and foremost, can you just talk a little bit about yourself and how you ended up kind of in this position overall? Yeah, I think it all started with me was back when my grandpa passed away, my grandma started doing fundraising events for the Alzheimer's Association every summer for a Lou Blaney Memorial, they called it at Sharon Speedway. And she would raise money for the Alzheimer's chapter up in Ohio. And the kids, we always helped out with that. And I always really had a heart for doing it. Went off to college and I majored in something somewhat similar. I was public health education and promotion. So there was a few nonprofit classes in there somewhere. So when I was getting close to graduating is when my parents and my brother knew that they were going to be starting a nonprofit for Alzheimer's and kind of asked me knowing that that's something I would really like to do if I wanted to help get it started and get it running. So right out of college, we did that. And it was really fun because it was kind of ground up from the very beginning is when me and my mom and my brother and some of Ryan's management team started working on it. So we got to be really creative with where we wanted it to go. And, and that was really cool. And obviously we chose Alzheimer's because it's, it's a family connection. So when you're, when you're wanting to raise money for something, it's, it hits home a little bit more when it's something personal for you. And that's where we're at. I've been doing it for two years now. And it's grown a lot and it's, it's been really fun and we've done some good things so far, but hoping to do even more in the future. Now, overall, the Blaney family is not new to getting involved in charity work. Obviously you talked about them starting the Lou Blaney Memorial race and starting to raise funny for Alzheimer's there. But Steve's pointed out to me, and I remember this from my time at Sharon Speedway goes all the way back to, they used to do like a NASCAR night that your dad would kind of coordinate with some other people. They would bring in guys like Tony Stewart and I think Casey Kane, Kevin Harvick, Clint Boyer, various other people would come for this NASCAR night. And going all the way back to the first one, it supported Victory Junction Gang Camp. Do you remember any of those, the kind of the older days back when, when that was kind of getting things going and that, you know, if your family's learned anything from that, that kind of went forward into what the foundation does today? Well, it's kind of funny because my, really my memories at Sharon Speedway when I was little revolve around me and my cousin 
um, always being at the concession stand, <laughs> picking banana peppers and just throwing them around. That's where my young, young mind was at the time. But I think for my family, um, Victory Junction and when they did that, you know, you just have a heart for wanting to help. And I, I do remember we went to Victory Junction camp right when it was opening and got a tour of the place. And that's when I knew. I remember doing that and I was, I don't know how old I was, but I was really young. And I think right when I went there, I knew I was like, I want to start a camp for kids that have disabilities or something like that. So for me, at least it registered a lot. And I know for them too, because they wanted to start a foundation of our own. So Aaron, you talked about a few different people kind of helping bring this foundation to fruition. You're talking about, you know, obviously Ryan definitely involved um, some of his management folks and then your family as a whole. Can you talk about the early discussions about bringing this about? and how you guys focused on which charities and partners you kind of wanted to target? Yeah, I think once they brought it, the idea to me, they had already decided that that's what they wanted to do and that's who they wanted to do it for. And I think because of my grandma having put so much effort and energy into the Alzheimer's Association where she was at, it just made sense. And so and. I think Ryan was automatically on board. And then once we knew, you know, what we wanted to do it for and why we wanted to do it, it just kind of sprung from there. It was mostly, I think, the first person that ever had the idea for it was my mom. And she was very kind of pushing Ryan, like, let's do it now, let's do it now. And especially with having the family that he does, and we were willing to give him the support and kind of have it be a family run. I mean, it's not all family run, but at least to start it was. And so we all just kind of gave our support and willingness to help and it went from there. Can you talk a little bit about how has it grown over the years? And right now you just kind of started, it was more of a smaller family effort and now it's gotten a little bit bigger since then. So the first year was kind of just getting our feet on the ground and it took a while for at least my mom and I to really have the confidence in knowing what we were doing and if we were going to accomplish what we wanted to accomplish. So I think we started off just doing more focusing on awareness a little bit more and just like telling people about the Alzheimer's Association and what they can do to talk to them or if they know someone with Alzheimer's, how to caretake for them or something. And so we kind of started off on that foot. But then we got sprung with the idea of doing this Ford Bronco build which was at the very beginning of our foundation effort. And that was kind of a out of the bag, big, big fundraiser, which ended up raising a ton of money, which we're extremely grateful for. And after that, that really helped, that really helped us get our feet off the ground and kind of have like, I guess, momentum, you could say. And that's when a lot of people started knowing about the foundation, especially once Ryan started to talk about it and people saw the Bronco. And I think they really started following along, which helped a lot. And then since then, we've had a couple more people like come onto the team and we obviously want to raise money. That's one of the things we do as a foundation, but we're still, it's equally as important to us to also just raise awareness and just tell people about Alzheimer's and now concussions. We're hoping to grow even more, but we still want to have that kind of close connection with the people that are following us. Where did the Bronco idea come from? Who came up with the idea to do this? I think it was um, Ryan's manager. It was just all of a sudden, right, like right there. Hey, we're going to do this in a couple months. So we as me and my mom can't take as much credit for it as we would like to. Um, and Ryan was really involved in the design process. Which I think was really cool. He got a lot of say in how things looked and the kind of tokens that represented my grandpa through it. And it ended up just like going out of the water there. And it was really awesome. But I mean, that would be really cool something to do again, I think. 
Yeah, I thought what the best part about that was is you guys kind of had content for ever leading up to it. So it really kept building every couple of weeks or something. They were releasing more and more information. Like, here's the the process that it is so far, leading all the way up to the auction. And then what? It ended up auctioning off for, what, over $600,000, right? 650 Yeah. So Gateway Bronco, the people that built it, restored it, were really great about marketing it. They bring it around all over the place. And take it to different events and show it off. And we brought it to Darlington one time and got to let people come visit it. And that's actually when it was the first time Ryan got to see it finished, which was really cool. And then a lot of people could come see it. They did a great job with that. And then at Barrett Jackson, it ended up selling for 650000 which I believe it broke a world record for a Bronco at the, at the auction, which was really cool. Props to him who bought it. We really appreciated that. Seeing it actually go through the Bear Jackson auction was was also pretty cool to see along the way, especially raising that much money for you guys kind of right out the gate was really important. Yeah, it was so nerve-wracking. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I've never been in a place like that that had that much heightened energy around it. It was, it was really cool to see, but then going up on stage, I remember Ryan and I both looked at each other and we were kind of like, it goes well. And no matter what it went for, we were going to be happy. I remember, um, I forget sometimes that like Ryan knows obviously how to like speak. Um, and I was trying to be the little sister like helper foundation wise. So I was like, do you want me to like tell you the questions beforehand, help you out? He's like, this is part of my job. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> <Got it. laughs> but yeah, it was an awesome, it was an awesome auction. And yeah, it really helped us really get our foot on the ground. And we had some, we had some good momentum after that. So again, the foundation's been around for just a few years now. You're continuing to grow as things go. Do you guys have some specific goals that you have in mind for the future that you're kind of working towards right now? Yeah, so we've actually, we've always been, you know, I mean, our main focus obviously was Alzheimer's Association. And then fairly recently, we've we've also kind of made a partnership with UPMC, which is the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center with their concussion program, because that's where my dad went when he got a really bad concussion. Gail Jr. has been there. A couple other sprint car drivers have been there. It was the total like life changer for, I know all of those guys. And relating to concussions, you know, I think it all circles back to just brain health. And that's what we really are kind of focused on. So this year we're doing more of a little bit of a focus on UPMC and we're hoping to, we have this program, it's called Fund a Fellow. So basically what that is, is we're going to send two people through a fellowship through the UPMC concussion clinic training, and that's going to be two years. And then after that, in, in hopes that they can travel to different places outside of the Pittsburgh area and open up clinics that are focused on what the treatment is over there so they basically just want to spread it to more places because it's an unbelievable treatment program dr mickey collins is the best concussion doctor in the world they're they're awesome and so we're doing a main focus on them and then after that kind of stick to stick to both sides alzheimer's and concussions and we just want to hopefully do more and more every year and raise more money each year for them and um it's really fun, like switching our focus a little bit throughout the different years. And I think we always just don't want to kind of run out of steam. I think we just want to keep growing and keep helping everybody that we can. So recently, your dad won World of Outlaws race. The cool thing that I thought about this whole thing was that one, it kind of blew up. I mean, they're showing it on the NASCAR coverage in various capacities, like every you know motorsport website was talking about it. He was trending on Twitter. And the coolest thing for me was that they're sharing the photos from that night 
and your dad's wearing, you know, Ryan Blaney Family Foundation fire suit, and then all the pictures of the car have the Fellow logo that he has on the cars as well. So I can imagine that just that exposure, hopefully with some sort of a boost, or at least kind of got the foundation in that UPMC Fellow program out into the minds of people while they're just celebrating kind of your, your dad's victory. Yes, I think, first of all, whoa, that was so cool. <laughs> Um, the last time I believe he won an outlaw race, I was five months old <laughs> and I'm 24 now. So that was a really cool thing to see. My mom was there. None of the, none of the kids were there, but I know he was just extremely happy and excited. So he's been wearing that foundation suit last year. And then this year has that Fundafello logo on. Um, he actually has a Fundafello fire suit that he was supposed to wear that night, but something, I don't know, he didn't have a certain pocket sewn in it. So he didn't end up wearing it. My mom gave him a little mouthful about that, but it's been really great I think that helps anything you know dad's wanting to support it as well and just being able to talk to people that see that maybe if someone were to come up to him and be like hey what is this or even other drivers asking about the concussion clinic I think is is always good exposure so we talked about some of the goals and things for the future do you have any more events planned I know it's it's been a little bit weird you guys were involved in the Alzheimer's walk that was virtual now as things are starting to get a little bit better nationwide do you think the foundation is going to get involved in any like major kind of in-person events or just any other charity work or charity events going on in the future? I'm so excited to get back to planning an in-person event. It's been really hard, especially the past year, you know, I think it's really hard to ask just people for anything that last year. So I think what we were trying to do was just kind of encourage people and doing our little campaigns just to make people feel good was what we were focusing on last year. But now I'm so excited to be planning certain things for the rest of this year. And we've been talking about the Lou Blaney Memorial Night. I know that's coming up in July. We're really hoping to be able to do a lot of things to raise a lot of money that night and do things that we've never done before, which I think is going to be really awesome for everybody. And we are planning a very big event for the latter half of this year for our UPMC initiative. Can't say what it is yet, but we're really looking forward to planning it. Yeah, one of my favorite things, the Lou Blaney Memorial, the last time we were up there, you guys have like this live auction that goes on. And then my my wife kept bidding on, and I have it standing next to me right now, is a Bubba Wallace stand-up. And just forgetting the fact that we fly from Florida up to Ohio <laughs> for these things. So fitting uh, this, I mean, we were able to fold it a little bit, but uh, she won it. And then having to fold it down and then getting it into our suitcase was was kind of fun. But the auction stuff is really cool. And you guys end up getting a lot of really neat items donated from, I know there's some Chase Elliott stuff the last time and various other things that you get from drivers. And then just for people that are in and around the Sharon Speedway area, there's lots of stuff from local people too. So I don't know if you guys are planning on doing something similar. Like Again, this year for that event, but I think that was a really cool thing that you guys kind of do in person. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things like of the year. I think it's really fun to have everyone like get together. And then I think my favorite part is seeing my grandma through it all. Just knowing that that's been going on for 10, 11 years now, and it's still doing really well. And she still wants to do it as well as she can. I mean, you know her. It's always an inspiration to kind of see her like that. And it's just a really fun event for our whole family to actually get together and get back to Ohio because we don't do that much these days. Yeah, I'd really like to think that um, she was probably my first boss ever because I, yeah. I started working there when I think I was like 12 or 11 or 12 or 13. And um, she was always on the go and she always made sure you were on the go too. Really great to see her, especially we did get to go up to, I think, the 10th anniversary one. And that was really special. Uh, nice to see. And your dad's won that race a, a couple of times now. And that's also been really cool to see. Yeah, well, planning on winning it this year. Not yeah. Hello, <laughs> winner. 
He needs to wear the UPMC fire suit, too. <laughs> exactly. So uh, tell us a little bit about the fan club that we launched this year, the Blaney Bunch. I was excited to see it. I know that Adam and I pretty much joined there right away. Who came up with that idea? And um, people know it's not just a fan club. It's donating to the charity and so forth, too. I don't think people realize that that much. I believe that was actually my mom. She was in charge of my dad's fan club, I guess, when he had one. And so she had always talked about wanting to have that as something we brought back, especially since, well, like Ryan's style is very like old school and vintage. And that's kind of the fan club thing to me is they're not very common anymore. They're not like what they used to be. And so we kind of thought that would be a fun spin on uh, what we were doing. And first of all, thank you guys for joining. We really appreciate it. All the money that anyone spends is going to the UPMC Fund a Fellow program. We really enjoy doing that. I hope you guys enjoy it too. It's brand new, so it's still, um, you know, got its kinks a little bit. We're just having fun doing it and hopefully everybody likes it. But yeah, it's it was a fun idea. It was a really fun idea to kind of bring that back. And I know we're really excited about Sadly, we can't do in-person meetings anymore, but we're really excited about getting a Zoom one uh, annual meeting. I think that'd be really fun. How much are the partners involved? Because I noticed um, that uh, when your dad won, you guys sent out an email about the gift cards from uh, Advanced. So how much are these partners coming in and helping to some of the Ryan sponsors and so forth, helping with all the, uh, the charity? Yeah, Ryan's sponsors have been great. They let us put names on the car. Body Armor let us put names on the car for a race in Chicago back in 2019. That was a really great way to, I think people really love that, getting a name on the car. They're willing to do that. And Advanced has always been super amazing with like anything that they were doing with my dad and Ryan. They were donating to our charity. It was really, really nice. So they're really involved. They want to help out as much as they can. And we're very grateful for that. Can you talk a little bit about the benefits of joining the fan club and what you kind of get as a as an entry packet and then like what things are planned going on throughout the rest of the year? When you join, you get an entry packet and it's a welcome letter, a membership hero card um, that we created and your membership ID number is on a poker chip that has a Blaney Bunch logo on it and everyone has a specific number. And then you get a Blaney Bunch t-shirt, which are only obviously only specific to y'all. No one else can get any of those things. And I believe you get a Blaney Bunch sticker. And then you also get invited into our, we have private Facebook and Instagram accounts. I think the cool part about it is we don't just focus on Ryan. We focus on like any racer kind of in the Blaney bunch, I guess. So my dad, my brother, my sister's husband, Kale, um, my uncle Dale sometimes and just everybody. And so we try to put, you know, everyone's schedules up and the recaps of the month and maybe some fun family things and put some history about like the racing history of the family and a lot about Lou and everything like that. So that's what you get. And I hope um, through that, everyone can kind of meet and just talk about racing. And hopefully it's a fun place for people to do that too. Yeah, that's definitely the throwback to that older fan club. And Steve had mentioned that that's kind of how he and I met. And I think a lot of Blaney fans kind of met and we all kind of gelled together in those early years. That's where that kind of Blaniac movement came from back in the day for your dad. And then obviously Ryan came along. And yeah, when we saw the announcement about it, we were really, really excited about it. I think even on the podcast, we kept saying, we're just waiting, waiting for the details, waiting for the details. Finally, it was launched. And has the response been pretty good so far? And are you still obviously looking for, for more members to sign up as it goes? Yeah, we're always looking for more members, um, but the response has been good. I think it was something I think initially, like right at the start of the year, everyone is really excited about, but obviously we want people to join anytime. And so we're always hoping to add more people to that and just know that it's for a really great cause. And I think it's fun because I'm a part of it. And so is my cousin and my sister and one other lady um, 
And so it's cool. You're going to see my sister's kids on there, hopefully, and um, my cousin's baby and that are all probably already getting shoved into race cars. So maybe you'll get to see them grow up and become, you know, the next, <laughs> the next NASCAR drivers. I don't know about that. I don't know if the moms are too keen on that. <laughs> I think we're getting a little bit toward the end of this interview, but I wanted to mention one thing before we said our goodbyes, but the foundation recently within the last couple of weeks, you guys were honored with the 2021 award of excellence at the Charlotte memory gala. Can you talk about that experience and then just talk about uh, probably how proud you are? Because a lot of this is the work that you personally are putting into this foundation as its director. So can you talk about the feelings of finding out that you guys were the honoree and then actually accepting the award? It was, it was really special because I think over the years I've gotten to know a lot of people at the Alzheimer's Association, whether that was the main office or the people in Charlotte. I've been on the committee for the walk to end Alzheimer's here in Charlotte for a couple years now. So I've gotten to know them and they're all just amazing people. I love that association. And so when they told us we were going to be the honoree, I don't know, you just feel like there's so many other people that can, that deserve that too. And so it's just one of those, you're just really grateful to feel that. So I was happy to share that with Ryan and share that with mom. And we were just really thankful that they chose us and we want to do as much as we can back for them. That was really special. I, I wish it was in person. It was all virtual, which is normal these days, but hopefully we can, we can go next year and get to see that next honoree. And yeah, it's been, it's been really special getting to know them. They're all, they're all just wonderful people. So if someone wants to, well, for one, join the Blaney Bunch fan club, but then also find you guys on social media, can you talk about that? And one, I would just plug social media. You guys, you're talking about spreading awareness for the Alzheimer's Association and then also for UPMC. Every day you have new posts that talk about the disease overall, but then also lots of tips and uh, advice for people that are, are coping with these things and advice for the caregivers. So can you talk about where people can kind of get in contact with you guys and then where they can follow you and find out more information? Yeah. So our social media is, you know, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram are RB Fam Foundation. Facebook, you can just type in Brian Blaney Family Foundation. You'll see all of our information there. We have posts going up constantly all about like you said awareness is really important to us so just telling people about what they can do and just giving them tips and um, maybe where they can find more help via the Alzheimer's Association so you can find us there and then I think anything too whether it's concussion related or Alzheimer's related you can email me which is Erin at ryanblaneyfamilyfoundation.org and I can send you over via someone else over at either of those facilities and so follow us through there you'll be able to find our our fan club stuff and so you can go sign up to be a member of that as well so give us a follow thanks you guys for letting me plug there a little bit I appreciate it you guys also have a pretty robust merchandise store as well for so that again people can support the foundation that way and also get t-shirts and hats and belt buckles and, and lots of other stuff. Is that correct? Yeah, you can find the link to that through the social media pages or just go to, it's kind of a long website URL, but it's ryan-blaney-family-foundation-onlinestore.com to visit that merch store. All the money that you're spending on there is going to the operation of the foundation. Try to have really cool stuff up there. We try to be unique with our merchandise. We're going to have new stuff coming pretty soon, so 
stay tuned for that. A little ode to an old Lou Blaney sweatshirt, I believe. So fan club members, you'll get first dibs, by the way. Little perk there. But yeah, go check out our merch store and um, follow our social media. Yeah, that's definitely one of those things that's been really cool just from my own experience as a Daytona 500. Not this past year, but the year before, I wore a Ryan Blaney Family Foundation shirt to the race. And I go and sit down in our seat, and someone sits down right next to us wearing the same exact shirt. And now we've pre- pretty much been friends for the last last couple of years, and we see each other at races. So um, I'd like to think you're a next-level Blaney fan if you actually are wearing the foundation gear out to the racetrack. So I would challenge anybody else to kind of get, yeah. onto, that, get onto that store and, and kind of support the foundation that way and then yeah. wear some gear out. This sounds bad, but if I'm if I'm at the racetrack, obviously I never say anything about a Ryan t-shirt, but if they have a foundation t-shirt, I'm like, <laughs> I like your shirt. <laughs> so. That's terrific. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, really, again, just want to thank you for giving us some of your time uh, coming out here on the Team Blaney podcast, talking a little bit more about the Ryan Blaney Family Foundation. And then again, Aaron, especially the work that you do. Uh, we're big fans of Ryan, but also big fans of you and the foundation and what everything that you guys are doing for all of your charity partners. So thank you again for coming on. And um, if you have anything else that comes up in the future, our door is open if, if you want to come on and talk about it. No, thank you guys so much for having me on. Um, I think the Team Blaney pages are amazing. Y'all are the most supportive people that we, we know, honestly. And I appreciate y'all giving me some of your time to talk about the foundation on your podcast. Thank you guys. It was Nice to see, meet, kind of, um, both of you. Um, it's nice to put faces to the names, too. I know, Adam, I might have known you when I was younger, but I was just around. Yeah, probably saw me around. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. All right, so that was Aaron Blaney, the executive director of the Ryan Blaney Family Foundation. Again, find them on any of their social media channels and their website, and don't forget to join the Blaney Bunch fan club. All right, thank you again, everyone, for tuning in to this special episode of the Team Blaney Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about myself or co-host Steve, please listen to our first episode that really dives deep into how we both became fans of the Blaney Racing family. If you'd like to interact with us, you can find Team Blaney on Twitter, at Team Blaney, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Team Blaney. Don't forget to also download, rate, and subscribe to the Team Blaney Podcast on the Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and Spotify podcast apps. And once again, to close out the show, even though we've gone over this a few times during this episode, it bears repeating that we want to remind you to check out the Ryan Blaney Family Foundation. This organization, established in 2018, supports causes that have closely impacted the Blaney family, including the Alzheimer's Association and UPMC Sports Medicine. You can find out more about the foundation on its website, ryanblaneyfamilyfoundation.org, on Twitter at rbfamfoundation, and finally on Facebook at facebook.com slash rbfamilyfoundation. For my co-host Steve Mez, I'm Adam Rogers. We'll catch you next time on the Team Blaney Podcast.